Episode 19, Reconnecting with My Six-Year-Old Son. Welcome to the Thriving Fatherhood Podcast, where we are living and working in the trenches to go from surviving to thriving in this mission field called fatherhood. My name is Brian Knight. I am a father of three and married for eight years now. How are you fathers doing out there? I hope you are having a good week and ready for some great insights on how you can thrive as a busy father and reconnect with your son or daughter. I was not planning to do this topic today, but I've been thinking about my relationship with my son a lot and the time I'm spending and, you know, just really trying to make sure I got a good foundation in there. Um... We uh, are very different in many ways and in the same in a few ways. So um, I've just been thinking about it a lot. I'm not the most free-spirited dad. And when he randomly says, uh, Daddy, let's fight or chase me or play, I am usually involved in accomplishing something or I am tired. And the other day I had just finished a big meal and he asked me, Come on, Daddy, let's play chase around the yard, which is 95 degrees and 100% humidity. And I said to myself, I said, I really don't feel like being hot and sweaty and maybe um, barfing. (laughs) So um, this is the end of the day after work and it's still pretty hot out there. Let's say I miss a lot of opportunities to play with my son because... They're so random and I'm not spontaneous. I am working on my flexibility on that because I want the best relationship possible with my son. Just a little background. My son has sensory processing disorder and can be sensitive at times or overly loud. None of that really bothers me or gets me, gets in the way of me interacting with him other than uh, that he is a normal six-year-old. Other than that, he's a normal six-year-old. I've recently been trying to be very intentional when I get home from work to do family devotions with the kids. More on this in a future podcast. Um, I know many of you fathers out there have challenges around this, and I've been working on this myself, so stay tuned. Also, playing with them and tucking them in the bed, scratching them, and praying with them. Honestly, uh, my lovely bride handles the rest of the bedtime routine. Otherwise, my evenings after work would be non-existent. So yesterday I was intentional about spending time with my son by taking him to the baseball game here locally. I had a lot of reasons I did not want to go. Hmm, like I do not have time, that it's date night on Friday nights, I got to drive all the way downtown after I've been working all day. The tickets and parking are expensive. It is going to be hot and muggy. They will not let you bring any food or drink into the stadium, and I could go on. It was uh, through our church, and I wanted to spend time with the other younger families in the church. Long story short, I said to myself, I need to do this with me and my son. I tried to get my dad to go, but uh, he has a new girlfriend. So you know how that goes. So we get to the stadium downtown and walk into the ballpark. 
long lines, too many people, you name it. It is not a place uh, <laughs> that energizes me. Took us a while to finally find our seats. I sat down and had a phone call I needed to take, uh, which I tried to take care of before the game. Anyways, I came back after five minutes and sat next to my son and noticed he was not that engaged in the game. He did ask me who was winning, and I said, well, the scoreboard over there says the River Dogs are leading by one point. He said, oh. He saw some mascots, and that caught his interest for a few minutes. They had these bouncy houses at the park, and he was very interested in those. But I do not think they are free. Uh, one thing I do not like about the ballpark is it seems everyone there is trying to make a buck. Just me, my personal preference uh, about that. Honestly, I would rather be out in nature hiking a mountain trail with my son instead of being in a loud, noisy ballpark where everybody's trying to take your money. <laughs> um, after a few minutes, my son said he wanted to leave and do something else. I was a little surprised by this, especially since it happened so quickly. But honestly, I was kind of excited. In the back of my mind, I was saying, I just paid 70 bucks and we did not even get through the first inning. <laughs> Um, I wanted to make this outing about him, and honestly, I was glad to leave and go do something else. Uh, so, you know, I didn't want to make the outing about me and, you know, that we basically wasted $70, but honestly, it's part of the process, and, uh, you know, you just have to go with the flow, and, you know, it is what it is, and you move on and make the best of it. I had a, uh, but I had a backup plan and that was to go over to the Mount Pleasant Pier. And actually my wife had that plan. She was the one, wasn't sure a baseball game would be right for him. So she said, hey, just in case the game doesn't work out, here's what you can do. And that's what we ended up doing. So the pier was about seven minutes away. He was saying he would like to go to a playground. So I aimed to please. We got to the pier and played on the playground for about 45 minutes together. I was up on the playground equipment and running after him, climbing up poles and rope ladders and stuff. You know, honestly, I didn't know I still had it in me. I, I knew there was a reason that I try to keep fit, and it was moments like this that I was glad that I still had some of my fitness level. <clears throat> So, um, it was truly a great time for just father and son. Way more fun than the ballpark, in my opinion, and I believe for him as well. After that, we made our way over to the pier, and he got to see all the fishermen and people crabbing. I could just see his little eyes so engaged and lighting up in his surroundings and the beauty of the sunset and water around us. He loved how the bridge was going over the top of us. And for you locally, you know, that's the Arthur Ravenel Bridge. The last third of the walk out to the end of the pier, I carried him on my back. He enjoys that, and it gave me a little extra challenge carrying a 60-pound kid 
on my back for a few hundred feet. So we sat at the end of the pier on one of the benches for about five or 10 minutes. And then we, uh, we went to the side and looked at the water and then we decided to head back. I think it was the time walking back that I enjoyed most just seeing my son walking beside me and enjoying our time together. Sometimes I say to myself, wow, that is my son. It still amazes me sometimes. It is such a great sound when I hear him say, hey, daddy, look over here. What about this? It is that hey, daddy part that is honestly music to my ears. We made it back to the car around 8.45 p.m., and he drank some of his water, and we headed back about for about a 45-minute drive to our home in Summer's Corner. I let Bethany know we were on our way back, and she said she would be ready for him. He fell asleep a little uh, for a little bit near the end of our drive. Um, you know, honestly, as I've been writing this, um, I thought I included in this, you know, but it just brings tears to my eyes writing this sometimes, you know. Um, when we got back, uh, we had him take a bath when we got home because I know he had sweated a bunch and we do not let our kids go to bed dirty, as most of you probably do not do as well. <laughs> um, it is not so much the dirty part but just allowing him to have kind of like a, to feel clean and smooth, it helps you to sleep better. So it is worth the five minutes to clean him up and get him ready for bed so that he can rest well. After Bethany got him washed and in the bed, I went in to scratch his head, arms, legs, whatever he wanted. My parents did this when I was a kid, so I passed it on to my family. Now they all like to be scratched, and it is just a way to bond through touch, in my opinion, which is a good thing. Overall, this experience strengthened my relationship with my son. I also felt more comfortable taking him somewhere, just me and him. I learned what he likes and does not like for entertainment. It's very similar to my interests in many ways. As a busy father, I know I have to be intentional with my time and making time for him so that we build this relationship over time. I want him to feel safe and comfortable coming to me when he is in time of need or has questions about life. Older men tell me often as they reflect back on the messy middle and this season of life, the days are long, but the years are short. And I do not want to look back one day, many years from now, and say the fact that I always had something to be doing kept me from building my relationship with my son and spending time with him regularly. I have almost, like I mentioned earlier, I've almost cried a few times while preparing my show notes for this podcast. I guess it boils down to being intentional with your time. Honestly, I would have scheduled, I would, I would have scheduled, have a schedule and use Google Calendar if it floats your boat, schedule in time with your children, reading or devotions, time where everyone comes together, date nights with your wife, trips away with your wife alone, and trips away with your family. Also, I would look for opportunities to spend time with each kid separately. If you have multiple kids, it does 
It does not have to be um, every day or every week, but just like I did with Asher, looking for those opportunities where it is just the two of you. Mommy is not around, nor are the siblings. I have noticed when I am with one of my kids, it is much easier to connect with them than when the rest of the family is around. That is, so that is what I have for you today. If you feel this show has been valuable to you, I encourage you to share it with one other father who could gain some insights from it and what's more thriving in their lives. If you know someone, friend or family, that is having trouble connecting with their younger son or daughter, then uh, tell them about this podcast. Share this episode with them. And, uh, you know, hopefully it will um, help them. Also, I would love to hear what you have found that helps you as a father thrive in your career, uh, excuse me, your, your life. Please share with me in the comments below. Also, if there's a topic you're interested in me talking about, or have questions, please send it to nightbri at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at brianjknight.com and the private Facebook group called Thriving Fatherhood. If you would be interested in working with me or having me mentor you on your journey back from surviving to thriving in fatherhood, then send me an email or reach out to me through my website and we can set up a call to see if I can help you to thrive more in your fatherhood journey. Thank you for listening, and until next week, continue thriving in fatherhood.